Take the guesswork out of your cannabis shopping with ECS DNA Kit by Endo Canna Health. I did this years ago and it continues to empower me to get nerdy with my cannabis choices, which you know I like. If you've watched our Cannabis Legalization News podcast, did you know that right now you can save 25% off your DNA test at endodna.com? That's E-N-D-O-D-N-A.com and use promo code POD25. That is P-O-D, the number two, the number five. Your purchase includes the EndoDNA Collection Kit. Endo decoded report, personalized cannabinoid and terpene suggestion, endo aligned product matching in your state, suggested dosage guidelines, and optimum methods of administration. Once you know your personal ECS data, you can shop endo supplements tailored specifically for you. And right now, Endo DNA is celebrating their new patent with a BOGO offer on their Afeka soft gels lineup. Since so many of you struggle with sleep, I want to highlight Afeka Unwind created to support healthy sleep cycles using a patented proprietary formula of hemp-derived CBD, terpenes, and essential oils. If sleep is eluding you, sweet dreams are made of this. So buy one, get one, my friend. You can shop online at endodna.com. And don't forget promo code POD25 at checkout to save 25% on your DNA test kit. Yo, today we have the top 10 weed news stories of 2021, and we're going to be counting them down and checking them out uh, relative to our biggest stories on cannabis legalization news this year. So stick around. What's going on? We're either early or late. (laughs) Uh, Well, the problem is I can't, you know, Lauren had to take another job. And so, like, uh, I have to do all the presentation and the the the, the actual production of it. I'm just so that's the problem. But anyway, uh, thanks for joining us. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on Cannabis Legalization News. Uh, it's it's 2021's over, man. Can you believe that? Yeah, yeah. What a long year. And yeah, thank you for joining us. This is, uh, you know, uh, for someone who's been interneting for a long time. You know, uh, uh, I just got done watching that uh, uh, Q into the storm on HBO, bro. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. What's going on there? Oh, so you know the whole QN on BS, like conspiracy stuff, right? No, we shouldn't be talking about this stuff. This will immediately get us flagged and then downregulated. Well, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you gotta watch the HBO and it breaks it down to like, I just yeah. think the Republican Party is like the, the party of shit posters now. They're not even party of like people who like have ideals and, and, and plans. It's more like we're just gonna talk a lot of smack and then get through. So, yeah, who well, knows what happens in 2022, huh? Yeah, that's true. I mean, like if we're going to go over our news summary, we have a story about cannabis decriminalization is dropping racial disparity. According to Forbes, the Buffalo police pops. Uh, they've popped a pop up shop that may have played a role in the shooting. Uh, five charts from the cannabis industry and uh, top 10 stories of the year. Wholesale prices are dropping. And then uh, Mississippi government, Mississippi governor is thinking of the children instead of thinking of science and the medical marijuana patients. That's, you know, some more of that uh, stuff that for whatever reason. Uh, sometimes, uh, you know, Republican lawmakers, they like to think that they are uh, doing what's good for the children, uh, but they don't really know anything about the cannabis plant. Oh, we always need more studies, too. Right. Like, that's the thing. Like, yeah, we haven't studied it for 10,000 years or yeah, at least. But the, that, the one to Forbes is an interesting one. <clears throat> so according to uh, Dario, so, you know, I, I, Forbes has been doing more and more cannabis uh, articles lately. Um, mm-hmm. I like it. 
So cannabis accumulation reduces the racial disparity a new study suggests. In other words, no shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, in, in shocking irony news, right? Uh, no, it, the findings of the new study suggest that the racial disparity between blacks and whites and cannabis-related crimes that have been widely reported for over the years, uh, they have been disproportionately more likely than, uh, to be arrested to the black people as opposed to the white people. But then when they decriminalize it, they reduce the disparity for uh, racial arrests in cannabis possession. Maybe it's just because most possession arrests are for less than an ounce and they've decriminalized what most possession arrests would constitute. Yeah. Well, the findings show that cannabis possession arrest rates decline over 70 percent among adults and 40 percent among youth after cannabis decriminalization in 11 states. I mean, it's significant because and again, this is the whole reason why we've, I've been active activists like whatever shouting to the to the ether about this plant is because it's nothing. Why are we? hindering our our, our our people our species i don't know what words to use why are we hurting say. ourselves that doesn't make any freaking sense exactly. you know? yeah what? and the study was published in the peer-reviewed academic journal social science and medicine and is considered the fbi uniform crime report data from 37 states from the years 2000 through 2019 when many of these decriminalization statutes hit the books after you know the draconian uh, drug warriors joe biden was one of them still in the office Oh, yeah. Well, I, I, they're all one of them, right? Like, you when people talk about, like, BS, deep state, it's just career politicians. That's all this is. This is just people who know how to do the legislative process, right? McConnell, mm -hmm. uh, Harry Reid just died. People who knew how to parliamentary stuff, you know, like the, the paperwork stuff that's boring and unnecessary. But, you know, according to DPA, Drug Policy Alliance, over one million people were arrested in 2020 for drug law violations. Most of the people were charged for, only for possession. Black people were 24 percent of those arrested, despite the black community representing only 13 percent of the overall population. And that's the disparity. You have a small portion of representation and they take up the mass of the incarceration, you know. Yeah, the, the incarceration is bad. Uh, and then also the decriminalization. I'm glad that that's making the disparity between the arrest uh, drop substantially. But then what happens when you've legalized it and there's this glaring hole because you haven't figured out a way to license the sales and regulate it that way? Then you have that story that we broke out. of. Well, we didn't break it. That was breaking out of Buffalo, according to WIVB. The Buffalo police were investigating a clothing pop-up where marijuana was being distributed on Jefferson Avenue over the weekend. Must have been one of those things where if you buy the sweatshirt, the weed is free. Yeah, that's what they're saying. You know, part of it was, and then I think some of it was uh, even like, probably exchanges like one-on-one -on -one as far as uh, uh, like an actual cannabis transaction. But, you know, it's it's a grift when, for me, like on the news, is this is ridiculous. You're going to try right. to, I mean... If why, you know, huh? why, but then <laughs> it, it's, this is the problem of like, they've legalized it, but how do you get this personal license? Oh, you're not going to do that until uh, 2025 or whenever, or when, when are you going to get some regulations here, uh, New York or Virginia, Virginia, just, I get a lot of calls from them. And then because of the uh, new uh, elected governor Yunkin there coming in, when or how are those regulations going to look in Virginia? It could be really annoying. Well, not just licensing, but also when when you're a cash only business, you're you're target for this kind of shenanigans, right? Like uh, they see a lot of weed, uh, money, things that are light to carry, and now you're a target. So that's unfortunate that this is going to go on until they figure out how to regulate it in their infrastructure. Mm -hmm. We're talking about the uh, cannabis, MJ Biz Daily's most read cannabis uh, business stories of 2021. 
Get you yeah, going. yeah. Well, you know, before that, we were going to throw to a stock bumper. Oh, um, you got your- yeah, yeah. Well, you know, just uh, do it. These are not the stocks you're looking for. These are not the stocks you're looking for. MJ Biz Daily's most read cannabis news stories. That's the um, that's not the the one that you just quoted. I thought you said these were the um, the, the charts. We were going to go over the charts. No, we're going to charts first. Uh, Buy charts explain the cannabis industry's unpredictable 2021. Yeah. All right. So, what type of charts do we have here? What's uh, what's making this thing unpredictable? Can we get rid of that uh, email sign up first? Click the X. Let's see. Let's see if we can do that. All right. Let's go. We're good to go. Ah, oh. we pop up. All right. Try to give these guys shouts out. We've had their their uh, CEO on our podcast before. Oh, uh, no. It's a great podcast, but political and pandemic upheavals made 2021 an exceptional year, and the roller coaster ride failed in too slow in 2021, marking a second year straight of extreme went predictably for the cannabis industry. I mean, dude, there's a pandemic. <laughs> well, like, let's go to the marijuana sales slip. That's the first one. So look at that sales slip. That's a chart right there. Washington State didn't have a sales slip. They actually had, oh, wait, uh, which one, which year is which? And so they have rec, med, both. Uh, what's the blue line versus the yellow That's line? 2021. 2021 is the blue line. Uh, 2020 is the yellow line. And the faint line you can't see is 2019. So weed was just striking out. And this is what I like to call the illicit market strikes back because you have not allowed them to have a method for uh, licensing a lot of the operators that are out there. And so they're just going back to what they did in the 60s, man. A lid a is a dime. Point. That's a good point. And especially during the beginning of the pandemic when people were you know, staying in, that's when you know, cannabis was marked essential. The, the other thing that you're not seeing on there is this is what happens when um, inflation hits and mm. people run out of money. And so when inflation hits and people run out of money, uh, they buy less crap. But again, how is it what they're doing? a gram like 20 years ago for $10 and a gram? Like that's the expected, you know, price point. It's just weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's no inflation with that gram. Yeah, it's weird to me. Yeah, but now everything else is costing them a lot more, so sales are down. This may also explain why the cannabis stocks have actually gotten hammered. Uh, uh, so you have the illicit market doing just fine. You have uh, regulators fucking up all over the place and not issuing licenses. And then you have uh, inflation pushing the, the demand curve down, and you get that chart right there. It's an unhappy 2021 so hopefully weed sales rebound in 2022, but those weed sales, they may just be all um, illicit. So, hey, let's go to the second chart on there. There's five charts here. Yeah. Legis- legislatively created marijuana markets. Right. Oh, five states. Needs- right. Connecticut, very dense. 736 people per square mile. Unlike Alabama, which is only 96 people per square mile. New Mexico, nobody's there. 17.3 people per square mile. Uh, New York's fairly dense. Yeah. Interesting. So what we got going on here? 2021 was record for a year for legislative driven marijuana. So those five new markets created together would generate $5.1 billion in their fourth year of operation. Perhaps. Perhaps. And then there's a continuing cumulative raise. Don't forget, if you have a cannabis company, keep raising money. Because you can't have enough money. That's why you need to keep raising money. You just go to the uh, the, the desk and you say, here, we're issuing more, sh- more shares because you're Green Thumb Industries, right? Your cannabis license is publicly traded. No, that's too bad. Well, and this is better to be liquid, right? So camp- cannabis capital raises expanded in 2021. Uh, like overall, we've seen the, the horror stories with like Dan Bilzerian. 
who mm. uh, ran his company down to uh, switch down to tobacco. Oh, have they? Have they gotten into tobacco? Because that's yeah. you know kind of sad if they can't run a cannabis company in a limited market state. But a lot of people can't. It turns out. Uh, total debt and capital raised in 2021 top 12 billion, according to Viridian Capital Advisors, was uh, more than two billion dollars shy of the 2018 peak. Debt raises were the story in 2021. You want to know why they're using debt instead of equity? Hmm. It's cheaper. Oh, okay. Yep. I wonder if this reflects also like the cash market. Like, uh, I don't know if I told you when I was in Oklahoma, right before uh, legalization uh, happened out there, like right when they passed medical, uh, we did the first Seattle Hemp Fest out there. And uh, there was a guy full, with a briefcase full of cash looking for seeds. Like, if, if I had that seeds on me, I could have walked away with a couple thousand. But, you know, there's a lot of cash transactions behind too. You know, yes. Fundraising. Well, it's, uh, well, no, in that there, it, that would have like thick lawyers and a whole bunch of mm-hmm. they, they, they should have been uh, doing it as if the SEC was watching. But, you know, most of the time they don't. The reason that they use a lot of debt, though, is because it's cheaper than equity. And uh, these facilities are expensive to build. And then they want to have more capital than the next guy so they can take market share. I got you. That's all the business side. That's you, buddy. That's right. That's how I pay the bills. And here's the one that I've been trying to figure out. Cannabis in Congress in 2021. I mean, reform efforts continue. Let me get got you. Here we go. Uh, reform efforts continue in full force in 2021 with 69 bills and resolutions introduced by t- December 21st during the first session of the 117th Congress. You know, we got to keep in mind this is both the House and the Senate. That makes your Congress. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I just don't think a lot of people realize that when you pass a bill, you have to get it through one and then the other or both at the same time so they can meet and make a a happy bill at the end. Yep. Reconciliation. That's how they have a happy bill. Mm. Oh, it's 20 past the hour. I'm assuming that means that it's 420 somewhere. I think so. Whoop. There we go. That's right. Collateral base is bringing you cannabis legalization news and its new product offering is this cannabis business mastermind and so this is where you can get a business plan you can get a financial model and you can get a pitch deck for your cannabis company if you hit expand all you'll see all the contents that we have in it and right now today i'll probably be adding something down in the not the business plan the financial models for your vertical uh, I'm going to be adding something in the financial models because we just updated our cultivation financial model to have a dial for switching from pounds per light to grams per square foot or uh, switching from six harvest to five harvest to four harvests per year. Uh, so, yeah, if you guys are looking for some pretty cool stuff, go over to CannabisIndustryLawyer.com. And then, of course, you can check out our knowledge section by uh, oops, by uh, clicking on uh, uh, many of the buttons and, and just fill out the are you qualified form on there if you want some help from us for your cannabis license dreams. How's your uh, present license winner going on in Illinois? How, how are they doing? When's well, I got a call after this program. Okay. That. And then I, there's, another, there's a few. I represent two of the 40. Um, and right. I, a couple of the social equity applicants that won as well. I helped them out, but it's just so slow. And the, the lawsuit for the craft grows is probably going to be hung up until April. Mm. I thought it might be longer, but uh, I talked to the guys that are suing on that. It looks like April, but the dispose, no friggin' clue. 
Well, that's what I was asking because, I mean, you have experience. So if I was going to hit anybody up, it would be you if I had that kind of cash. If I want to get involved. Oh, man, I wish that stuff would move because all my clients are just sitting there going, I'd hire you, but there ain't nothing going on. I'm like, I get it. I'm going to go have some ramen noodles. Well, we're still in the pandemic stage, too. You know, I think things are going to get stagnant for a while. It's just cannabis. And so if you're in a state that isn't a check the box regulation state where you need a complete mm. application and then uh, it's a limited number of licenses, those always go to litigation. So I got to go talk to somebody in uh, Vegas about, you know, maybe opening a cannabis industry office out there. Uh, but, you know, I don't know what the market demographics looks like. It's just that it doesn't really support a, um, a lot of legal work. Well, <clears throat> Oklahoma does. Colorado would. California. Like if you have Michigan, if you have licenses, you have business. But when you don't got licenses. Well, Jersey too coming up, right? So if Jersey has licenses, we'll see. Right. Yeah. Well, so far, though, in this uh, this chart with the uh, Cannabis in Congress, uh, they have bills or resolutions introduced contain the word cannabis, marijuana or hemp in the headline or text since January 21st. Mm -hmm. So we have 51 in the House and 18 in the Senate. Uh, 55 were originated by the Democratic Party, 14 by the Republican. Um, yeah, I, I don't care either or who initiated them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, which ones didn't vote for them? That's the thing that I care about more. Who screwed yeah. it up? And, and again, that's the one thing I got to give the Republicans. Like, they might be the party of shit posters, but they're also the party of, like, well, let's just jump in together and, like, all be in denial. You know what I mean? Like, they're when they vote, it's been one of those amazing, like, gross. Like the infrastructure. How do you not like roads? How do you not like internet and jobs? Like, I don't get this, like, uh, we don't, but let's give half a billion to Israel or whoever else. Yeah, but that's the thing. You know, I, I think there's one of the reasons why our public schools are so bad is because they want, they want them, they want you stupid. Yeah. It's, it's easier to manipulate and exploit you for the rest of your life if you're an idiot. It just well, I think America, America has like a 70% literacy problem. Like, that's, Oh, you know, come it, on. America's way more literate than 70%, I hope. I, 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 I hope. Know, I, I say I hope. <laughs> I hope. And again, man, the internet has proved a lot of weird stuff, man. So yeah. <clears throat> next article, or next uh, cart is uh, CBN products gain in edible market share. I mean, like, eh, I mean what, I, these cannabinoid products are all going to keep jumping okay. in and out. It's it, but after this one, you know, the CBN product market again uh, in, in market share. And so this is something that hemp is being spun into. So they go past yeah. THC straight into CBN. And then that hemp derivative is sold to license holders with a THC license. And they put it into their uh, extracts and their topicals. It's interesting, though. It's all the legal states they have uh, in the chart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, California being the top and Oregon and Nevada and Colorado. You know, there's no yeah. Washington. But I, I just think this is like the... Like like the CBD stuff, NCBN, CBG, it's all like the the I'm gonna say the the boomer when they step into it back again. Like I remember smoking weed in high school, and then you know, can I get a brownie? Can you give me a, a gummy? You know, which one will help me with my sleep? Which one will help me with pain? Uh, and then and then they go on to the, the the entourage effect with with which is what you're supposed to have. Like the plant is meant to be full, you know, right. <laughs> you know, THC and CBD and CBGN. Hey, what are you gonna um, say about that? Huh? Oh, oh I, I was going to hit a bumper on this because it's uh, it's it's worse than I thought. Okay, the American literacy rate. So strap in, everybody, if you want to have confidence in your country. Yeah, twenty-one percent of the U.S. 
adult population in 2021 is illiterate, according to thinkimpact.com. Uh, 54% of adults have a literacy before, below a sixth grade level. Low literacy costs the United States up to $2.2 trillion per year. 34% of adults who lack proficiency in literary, literacy were born outside of the United States. I like how they throw a little xenophobia in at the end of that uh, statistic. <laughs> well, and I just read an article recently, so I, I I knew that it was pretty low and shocking. Like, um, But it's still not as exciting. I mean, there's a lot of people in the world, right? A lot of people in America. And I used to think nobody reads. But then... Uh, 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 I almost was going to go to NYC Canacon, but I couldn't make it. Uh, no? John Makowicz is going to be there. Go over and say hey to John Makowicz's tent and then be like, where's Tom? Canacons are pretty good, though. You know, and again, I, I wanted about- to go, but, you know, I just, just wasn't able to. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 the events are coming again and they're, they're, they're good for networking. No, period. no. Chicago's getting slut, shut down like a, uh, like a slammer. I mean, and then it's same things happening in New York. And then today, this is the most COVID cases in the United States. Oh, yeah. And so, like, no, just everywhere, like everywhere. Oh. It's just, yeah. Right. I mean, and so it's pervasive, but fortunately, it's not two years ago, you know? Oh, God, yes. I mean, we're still doing things here, but uh, um, not as big as it was, not as busy as it was. So, we can get back to the uh, MJ Business Most Red ones, the first yeah. one. <coughs> the most red. For your SEO. Of 2021, and they most read cannabis business stories of 2021. And we're going to compare this to our most watched YouTube stories of 2021. Nice. So we mm. got number one, marijuana companies weigh how to approach COVID vaccinations for employees. Do we even touch that? Uh, no, I don't think so, because our top performing videos regarding that uh, topic would usually get taken down. Remember that one that you yeah. did about Ours was USDA final rule on hemp, total THC. That came out uh, about a year ago, January 15th. We had uh, only 81,000 views on that. Yeah, we try not to touch that word after I got flagged. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, it's one of those deals where we are a censored program coming to you for your likes and subscribes. And then also to help get you licensed. And again, even we're coming from an, an honest, like, consumer approach you know when i did that video like we aren't trying to hurt anybody like i honestly think like here's some research i did and i even didn't state like it does help i was like does it you know i asked a question and then we got it was was a different time it was like when everybody's being a bitch you know two years ago oh yeah well that's it seems to be always a thing though number two is aurora cannabis puts mammoth 1.7 million square foot greenhouse on a sales block nope ours was Delta 8 carts are banned, which, of course, that was a very popular um, search term because everybody's like, hey, where can I get my Delta 8 carts? Because yeah. they're even in even in legal states, people will buy Delta 8 to save money. Well, and again, we're, you know, we're consumer oriented, whereas MJ Biz Daily is, is covering the big spectrum. You know, the cannabis conversation is everything from what you do in the vaccines to all the petitioning and signing that I've been doing, you know, for the past 20 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three is. These states could still legalize recreational or medical cannabis 2021. Everybody's always curious about the states that are going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Ours. We had a similar one to that. You see, um, after the Delta eight ones, it was these states are next. Basically kind of like that, you know, states legalizing cannabis this year, March 31st of 2021. We're going to do that. We're going to go right back to that. Well, 
again, uh, it, very early in 2022. These states will legalize in 2022. Tune in to a future cannabis legalization news. I can't wait to go cross state lines without worrying, though, man. Well, you can. You just drive south. Yeah, Washington, well, Oregon, California. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I did feel really good when I did that that coastal tour uh, a couple months ago, but uh, yeah, I mean, just like to go and go to Idaho and all these scary states or Kentucky. Yeah, right. You know, you know where you're four, I think we covered this one. How will the new law banning vaporized shipments impact cannabis businesses? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we did, we did, and that was like Delta Eight carts banned. That essentially was Oops. one of our top ones, there you go. and then uh, yeah, so that was definitely one of our top ones. Uh, number five is one you covered a long time ago, and I'm it's interesting that's a 2021 topic. Uh, how to dry and cure cannabis to ensure quality shelf life. This is a yearly question for it should be right. How do I make good weed? Right. Yeah. 16, 16, 60. And so, uh, 16 days. Where is it? Is it 60, 60, 16? That's what it is. 60 degrees, 60 percent RH uh, relative humidity, uh, and then 16 days. But then that 16 days, I'm not sure if you're going to need more than that. I think that. But I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see 60, 60, 16, and then take that 16 and maybe go to 21 or so. But I mean, well, see, some of those those colas are like thick, you know? But again, we're talking about agriculture products. So you can yeah. throw, throw a generic statement like that, but you still got to deal with autoflower, uh, what type of strain it is, because, you know, some right. are better, you know, take longer. Denser, some bigger need. plants, yeah. Yeah. So like uh, – it's a rule of thumb. That's I guess 16 hours of light. Not when you're not when you're curing the product. You usually want that in the dark, um, and then burping. You know, but then that's 16 uh, days. It's 60 percent. You know, uh, humidity and 60 degrees. I mean, you definitely want it to be less than 70 degrees when you're curing it. The volatile terpenes start leaving. Sure, sure. Um, but again, this you know that's an ongoing question every year. If you're a grower, if you're into like this is your your steez. You know, that's something you can Google every year, not just like 2020. Uh, number six, though, is your, up your alley, New Jersey Recreational Marijuana Implementation Law Sign, setting stage for one billion market. So that's you, buddy. That's all your license. Yeah, I'm trying to find out where did Jersey come on the list. There it is. We, I was actually fairly popular. It wasn't one of our top 10 stories, but it still got viewed uh, you know, a lot. That was on February 22nd. New Jersey legalizes over 15,000 views. So uh, back from the Wayback Machine. No, it's amazing. I mean, you know, all these topics we covered, and it's always going to be something like growing's a question. I know, but then like beating out the New Jersey legalizes it is cat interrupts Zoom meeting. And so, again, this is a YouTube channel, you know. <clears throat> no, we have fun. We did have uh, fun. Number seven, uh, can be growth. Others form JV solely to pump marijuana stock, refiled California fund. Again, this is a business stock at MJ Business. Did you ever cover this one? I think you might have brushed upon it, but never been like a the main topic. Yeah, no. Uh, the one that really came out for us after that would have been uh, the Democrat Senate to federally legalize it. Back in February 2nd of last year, we had, that was our number six story, actually number five, because this cannabis seed's legal. That's an example of SEO evergreen content that we should make more of. But uh, remember when Chuck Schumer said he had this big comprehensive plan and he hyped it for like the first half of this year? That was the number five story on cannabis legalization news. I feel like I had hair when he started doing that. Oh, my God. It's been forever ago. <laughs> it was literally forever ago. Number eight, marijuana industry expected to add $92 billion to the U.S. economy in 2021. $92 billion. 92 states. Yeah. Just, I, wonder- I, I just don't understand, you know, how come people... Don't like money. 
But uh, the one that we would have had then, the number six for us, was Virginia legalizes it. That one was pretty popular. Nice. Yep. Uh, more stock news that's on their top nine, ten. It's number nine. Uh, Alfaria Tilray cannabis merger talks overcame pandemic pause, rival bidder, and other hurdles. So that big uh, merge, isn't, isn't that a, a Canadian company too, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a pretty uh, big yep, thing nope. to do. Our, our next one was uh, basically after Virginia, this how much does it cost and can I buy weed online? Those are evergreen content from 2020, so we shouldn't count them. But Schumer, marijuana bill will stop big alcohol and tobacco from dominating market. That was like our number eight story of the year. That um, I mean, again, Booker Schumer stopping the Safe Banking Act is the worst. You know, you're not helping nobody. I, yep. Yeah. And then, you know, one of our biggest ones was actually – cannabis legalization news federal news update those 2021s remember those roundup shows we used to do yeah burned through a lot of money on those and then number 10 pennsylvania ordered targeting vaporized products upends cannabis market i don't think you talked about pennsylvania in particular though on this one no a lot of news didn't come out of pennsylvania last year that was one of the problems that that vape thing though i do remember that but you know we should play instead of vapes There she is. There she is. It's a little lady for you. And that little lady is uh, doing her thing, doing her thing. She's got a little bit of time left. It's only day 37 of flower for her. She's going she's gonna to finish up in about 60 days. You can get your guesses in right there. Uh, this is a very famous strain. I'm not sure if you guys have been cultivating it lately. Uh, so there's that. Uh, go ahead and you know, get a get a guess on that name, that strain that we have over there for you. Is that with an iPhone? Did you take that picture? That was an iPhone picture. Yeah, That's and don't really forget good. you. Yeah, if you guys want, you can go ahead and then uh, you can go over to facebook.com backslash free THC and bother Miggy as he as he shares some dank memes and then say here, put this on the name that strain, or uh, you can go ahead and follow me over at uh, Cannabis Industry Lawyer on the Instagrams and then you know. Get us some shots of your illegal nuggets. Let us know what it is, who the grower is, what the strain is, and we can do a name that strain. I still have to work on getting the um, overlaid better with the little cutouts. Well, I mean, you get what you pay for, guys. (laughs) They don't pay for shit, man. (laughs) People are just emailing me like, you know, hey, what about this question? And I'm like, sorry, man, we got to keep the doors open. And like, I figured you could do a a video out of my... You know, if I, I don't have any money, I can't make videos, right? You get that, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I get it, too, though. It's all about time. Dude, I have so many ideas for videos and, and just conversations, but just uh, uh, just time in general, man. Like, we really appreciate all the bandwidth and people we hit. Um, we want to express more, uh, you know, get this conversation going. So how about Mississippi lawmakers trying to save the children? No. Those Mississippi lawmakers are terrible. I tell you what, Mississippi lawmakers, especially the governor, is uh, not not really a good guy at all. Uh, we have a tweet from him. Actually, it's a big old Facebook. It's a big old Facebook rant because that's what a Tate Reeves would do. A Tate Reeves, and this is that's the retort. So we'll get to the oh. retort. So the Senate in uh, Mississippi is way better than the governor of Mississippi, who went on this uh, fairly long rant. And if you haven't followed him yet, you don't need to. And so his name is Tate Reeves and medical or recreational marijuana. That's the question. No, it's not, bro. It ain't. Um, But I've repeatedly told members of the legislature, I am willing to sell sign a barrel that is truly medical marijuana. 
oh, good. I'm glad that the person who understands the difference between fake medical marijuana and true medical marijuana, Tate Reeves, everybody, that's that's his job uh, to actually. No, it's not. It's not his job. He's the effing executive. And so his job is to enforce the laws as passed by the legislature, not upend them. Somebody please give Tate Reeves a lesson of seventh grade uh, civics from America. But anyway, uh, he goes on. And let's see, I've repeatedly told Lennon, one of the reasons restrictions to help ensure that it does not disrupt Mississippi families. He thinks marijuana will disrupt Mississippi families, uh, a program mm. that helps those Mississippians who truly need it for an illness. Okay. I mean, I wonder terrible. if it, like my man never left the house, dude. Like when I was in Mississippi, dude, there was because uh, I went to uh, school in Biloxi and uh-huh. it's poor. Like cannabis would. Again, we just talked about how it's going to bring a billion dollar industry to to America. Whereas, I mean, Mississippi, you know, that's the uh, what is the uh, uh, no? This Catholic. is this is this is something that I find despicable when a, when a mm. politician does it. Uh, if you disagree, I respect your opinion. We can sit down five years from now and take a thorough review of the actual outcomes. But as mm. the dad of three daughters that I love dearly, I cannot put my name on a bill that puts that much marijuana on the streets of Mississippi. So the man is effing clueless. It, it's ridiculous. Just to, then again, that's how they deflect, right? Recreational over over medical. It can't be both, right? How can you have medical if it can be recreational, right? Like, why not start carefully? He says because the illicit market, which is in Mississippi, by the way, it's not like people aren't right? buying the product in Mississippi. It's that they don't have reliable, safe, pure access to that product. Uh, but the guy is freaking stupid and he's multiplying he's got three daughters daughters of tate reeves i'm sorry your dad is kind of um you know there's words that we can use that are pejoratives for stupid he's one of them no it's a shame for mississippi i really hope he turns around on this it's it's, you know because a lawmaker spent the summer negotiating calls for a 3.5 gram of marijuana per day and the governor signaled his veto entire i mean so an eighth an eighth a day an eighth a day an eighth a day, and then goes, a simple bill that allows any individual to get 3.5 grams of marijuana per day. A simple Google search shows that the average joint has 0.32 grams of marijuana. Therefore, any one individual can get enough weed to smoke 11 joints a day. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but that's not 11. Hey, no. Google, what is 11 times 0.32? 11 times 32. Oh, God damn it. It's not. It's not. <laughs> but then I don't have my calculator in front of me. And like my phone is forever from here. But no, this is ridiculous. Again, uh, as medicine, cannabis as medicine, I've talked about how people need high concentrates. Like sometimes, you know, an eighth a day is the dose. Sometimes mm-hmm. a, an ounce squeezed into rosin into a, to a shatter is the, is the dose. Like this guy's ignorance of with his medical, medical degree, just like all the other Internet epi- epidemiologists out there. You know, right. like, just stop. Stop with the BS and, and look for the truth. Like, there is clear evidence. Right. And, you know, and then it says roughly 10% of the population of the entire state of Oklahoma is, is there. Uh, it has a medical card. Yeah. I, I don't think that as you get older, 10% of the people need uh, endocannabinoid treatment uh, or supplementation. I think that everybody needs endocannabinoid supplementation if they're going to have a long, healthy life. Just this perspective of like this, this eighth of day, I buy one gram joints right. and, I, and I consume that whole thing and, you know, at a sitting sometimes, but you know, it's, that's just, 
how I treat my endocannabinoid system. I mean, it's just ridiculous to think like you'd be limited to th- an eighth a day. Well, let's see. Cause like in Illinois, it was 2.5 ounces for 14 days. So let's see. 2.5. Did you see any guesses? Uh-uh. What was the name of that strain? Uh, right over here. It, it's uh, this name that strain has a phenotype number on it. Uh, and wow. so it's one of those strains that has a number associated with it. It's a pretty plant though, man. It ain't bad. Where'd it come from? Well, you know, medical grow in Illinois. Okay. Yep. Very, very cool. You know, right. and it's just crazy how we talk about like the ignorance of uh, prohibition. I, I know you probably didn't see this one, but uh, a couple of years ago, there was a man killed in Pennsylvania, uh, sure. ran over by a bulldozer. Have you seen that? No, but so. you know, I'm still not done lambasting Tate sure. Reed. You know, okay, 11 joints a day, you know, 11 average joints a day. That's great. But then he says this eighth is too much. Uh, an adequate supply for patients in Illinois was 2.5 ounces per 14 days. That's not an eighth a day. That's 1.43 eighths a day. Uh, and that was an adequate supply. And so the adequate supply that they've defined in Mississippi doesn't magically get different than an adequate supply of another person in a different state. Uh, the, the whole point of the adequate supply is so that the medical patients have safe access to cannabis. And so if you yeah. set the adequate supply at an eighth a day, you're not going to have patients going without their medicine. But Mr. Reeves, daughter squiring asshole that he is, doesn't seem to get that. And he would rather, you know, continue the status quo of arresting people and denying them access to safe, pure cannabis in their state when it's just substantially safer and more lucrative to the state if he would just legalize it and tax it. But he's just being a good Christian, man. No, he's not. (laughs) He's being a good judgmental asshole. Right. I mean, again, this is... It just proves the the ignorance of people uh, trying to regulate this plant. Uh, you know, his ignorance, his, uh, lack of knowledge or experience, you know, an eighth. Like, who are you saving? You know, here in Washington State in the recreational market, my minimum to buy is an ounce a day. Yeah. And six, an ounce plus 16 grams concentrate and some amount of edibles. I forget what it is. I could buy them all one day. And But the thing is, you know, the apocalypse hasn't happened here, man. Like... <laughs> You know, yeah, the, 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 the right. It's the same possession limit in Illinois. The possession limit is two ounces a day. I think now in Colorado, those people are fine. You know, he's not worried about the families that are in Colorado that are just fine uh, for, because of medical access. Uh, and then not only there, are they just fine. Uh, how many people could have gotten off of opioids if they had an adequate supply of cannabis at their at their disposal? Uh, more than one, you know, but he just. He's just perpetuating the stigma that's based off of either lies or complete ignorance and willful ignorance, like negligent levels of ignorance. Yeah. Well, not only are you being uh, ignorant, negligent to the sick, but now you've created criminals. You've created Mm -hmm. people to separate the children to uh, uh, any all the bad things that have been going on in prohibition. You just enable that. That's all you're enabling. You know, you're you're just hurting lives. You're not you're not saving anybody. You're not, you're not saving anybody, but if you think this is, uh, you know, if you got yourselves a top 10 story that we haven't mentioned, just drop it in the comments, guys, tag somebody out there in, uh, internet land that, uh, wants to get a cannabis license. And then, you know, the other stuff that we haven't mentioned yet today is that we have a name that strain that we have not gone over yet. So we should probably, uh, get that sucker done that right there. Let's go check it out real quick. Uh, that's the strain. 
there is a number after it. Okay, Michael Willett has got it, but not the right number. Uh, Michael Willett's got the right uh, cultivar, but not the right, um, you know, phenotype that got numbered. I don't. I still don't see it. No, it's not Robin Thomas. Okay, now Michael Willett does have it. He had it, and then he switched. <laughs> he he named it a different pheno, and so that is Gelato Thirty Three. Uh, and then Gelato 33 is a fairly special plant. Then we have its uh, its info from Leafly. Gelato 33 is a hybrid marijuana uh, strain crossed by Sunset Sherbert and Thin Mint GSC since its birth, uh, probably just, I don't know, a handful of years ago, if uh, Thin Mint GSC and Sunset Sherbert's parents. Since its birth, a number of phenotypes have been released as uh, Michael uh, has cited two of them. One of them, of course, is number 33, a balanced hybrid with compact buds staying true to its cookie genetics. Like other gelato phenotypes, gelato 33 is covered with fiery orange hairs. You can see them developing there. While its buds can be dark green to purple, you can see a little bit of purpling in this, but then it is a purple light, so it might be that. With sweet citrus and fruity flavors, gelato 33 offers an uplifting and energetic high because its lead uh, and its dominant terpene is limonene. With sweet citrus, a.k.a. the limonene, uh, fruity flavors, uh, gelato number 33 is uplifting and energetic. That is perfect for any post-work activity after a long day. Not sure about that noise. It's a pretty plant. It is a pretty plant. Dude, so one of our uh, viewers just posted, my country, I'm going to fuck this up, but now to just approve the Industrial Hemp and Medical Cannabis Act 2021. So I'm thinking about doing something now. That is awesome, dude. Ooh. I just looked it up where it's at. It's, uh, it's a little tiny island on, uh, off of like Fiji and Solomon Islands and Papua New Guinea. Um, wow. That's neat. Like a, like a small little place is way above america already <laughs> mm -hmm. you're already ahead of the future that's just ridiculous there oh, we got any more stories uh you had a couple that i couldn't i couldn't pull that link up for the uh wholesale price tanking oh okay let me do the wholesale price tanking then all right and then uh shout out because i saw this one from uh uh guest of the show and somebody you guys should all go check out and subscribe to his channel uh josh kincaid over at the talking hedge uh they had a wholesale prices declining episode that just hit the interwebs this morning and they based it off of this blog of data key reasons why 2021 wholesale cannabis flowers are the prices are declining if you would have read this article in november 8th of 2021 when it came out you probably could have saved yourself like 30% or more on the price of those stocks and rolled out of your cannabis position uh, as you would have seen this chart coming up with the seasonality and the state conditions. But since May, here as it is, Colorado flower prices have decreased 30% from 1,300 to 775 pounds since May of 2021. That's right. Colorado swimming in cannabis flower and nobody on the slopes to smoke it up, which is too bad because that's uh, just a, a good example of supply, demand and the, you know, COVID-19, man. That's no it. tourism. Can't sell that product that Colorado was used to selling. Exactly. That's, that's all I was going to say was like, holy crap. That just totally shows like first the lockdowns when they're happening and everybody's trying to awkwardly understand what the hell's going on. And then we went away up and then now everybody's like, okay, we understand we stay home now. So we don't get, you know, this, this airborne thing can be a, a, you know, a spreader. Don't want to be a part of a super spreader thing. 
I mean, there's less people traveling, but right. I can totally see that. Hey, and by the way, uh, just so people know, Normal's doing their end of the year fundraising. So Rick Steve's matching uh, for Rick. To that. So, I mean, yeah, that guy's got like, a bunch of charities he does. But, uh, yeah, shout out to Normal just because they've been keeping up the, the conversation for so long. Oh, and then uh, um, I follow this guy, uh, Jeff Eichen. I, I told you about Freedom Grow, right? Well, we we right. give him money, Freedom Grow. Um, Jeff Eichen's a, uh, a central special. cat. Yes. He's, he's very essential. He's got his YouTube channel. But I was surprised to see today he had Tommy Chong and uh, several other people of like uh, Amy Candu and uh, uh, Randy Lanier who served time. He was one of the biggest uh, smugglers um, along with uh, uh, Jeff Mazinski who served like 30 years for like an eighth. Uh, and so it was a great panel. But um, Randy Lanier uh, said that because part of the activism that we've been doing is collecting signatures that we can send to the White House so they have to catalog it and know like, yes, you know, there's a whole part of the citizenry, citizenry out there that's mad and upset about this law. Mm-hmm. And they got Tommy. They're going to get packets of Tommy. And they're going to have Tommy deliver it to uh, Joe Biden. Like, apparently, Joe, Tommy knows Hunter Biden. Like, Tommy was talking about, oh, I got a great relationship with Hunter. Uh, he's a fa- fabulous artist. Uh, and so he was invited to some gallery or some shit. But I think it's going to be neat to see, um, you know, just stay tuned and look out. Tommy's going to be delivering a huge packet to to the administration. And uh, I think that'd be worthy for like a snapshot or a, a meme. I don't know. Yeah. That's all the news is right nowadays. It's just a yes. I just having uh, people uh, that are watching your broadcast saying like, what about that one guy? I got hit by a bulldozer. I'm like, I don't remember seeing that. In Let me go back to it. So well, what they're trying to do is they're going to try and uh, um, uh, uh reopen his case so they settled with this family uh uh last year with like a uh, half a million dollars or half of this guy coupon available uh welcome to the internet settlement near in case of pot suspect killed by state dozer yeah don't forget to uh, subscribe to the ap news they're the ap newswire and th- this happened in pennsylvania which is like again another reason why prohibition is dangerous right it, prohibition has killed more people than safe mm. period and so they're going to revisit his case so that's that was the whole point what i was trying to say was like you know, prohibition, another bad thing that prohibition has enabled, right? Like, like this guy could be living. He was a, he was a sous chef. <laughs> Just yeah, to say he was a 51 year old short order cook and Grateful Dead fan. What yeah. a wonderful way to be remembered. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Yeah. But hey, and then the new year will be soon. Uh, do you did you realize? So uh, January 6th, we were broadcasting January 6th. because I remember going live and saying, oh, shit, the Olympus has fallen. Oh, yeah, because we were that's right. We were broadcasting on that fateful day, which was hilarious and also extremely sad and pathetic. Um, So I'm glad that a lot of people have been convicted of those uh, federal crimes that they committed. Nice to see that they still do enforce some of the good ones, as opposed to that federal crime that I'm engaged in, especially after this uh, um, news story wraps up and I go get back to the client work. Uh, The federal crimes uh, that I am helping to commit are all related to state legal cannabis laws and if the federal government would please get off of its duff and fix something that would be great seriously though <laughs> yeah no it's been a good day um i can we'll see you guys a couple of days uh yep. you know we can get a hair or butt we can do extra videos but well you know on sunday we we're going to answer some questions we have to like that's uh, there's there's data on this. And so, like, yeah. uh, get your questions at ready for Sunday. That should be something that we do, because like uh, how much does a cannabis license application cost in New Jersey? I can do that one right now. 
Uh, and then there's another one that I just wrote that I wanted to do, um, how to fast track your cannabis license application. That's another one that I could do about outlines for, uh, you know, the regulations that you have to comply with in certain jurisdictions. Certain jurisdictions are what I like to call check the box jurisdictions. Mm. You know, what is that? Check the box jurisdiction versus a, a, a complete application jurisdiction. We could do one on that. Um, and then there's just all the ones that people care about. People care about the ones where they get arrested. Like, can I get arrested for X? And then the answer to that is yes. Yes. I mean, it's common sense, unfortunately, but and well, again, and then, qualifying question. Are you a minority? Yes. Well, then the answer is yes. <laughs> Double yes. <laughs> but no, we and then uh, also it would be like, what jurisdiction? All right. What state are you in? Like, what's what the next state are you in? <laughs> Alabama. Run. Just run. Yeah. Just, just take off. Yeah, oh, and the man. other people that we need to give a shout out to are all of our members, because yes. the only revenue that this uh, show ever generates is through the members. And when Collateral Base, uh, the sponsor of the show, uh, posts a profit for that month, it will then donate uh, the revenue that it generates from this YouTube channel. So uh, until next time, we'll see you later until until 2022. Yo, I plan on being snowed in tomorrow, so I might do an extra. Yeah, I think the uh, the how to shows. I mean, like I did a fairly thorough review of the data and the analytics on it. And so if we really want to grow our channel, you have to. I mean, like your most popular show is that one about like, should you put seeds in the mail? Oh, oh we're yeah. still on. Hey, 